108 million rand on a forensic investigation into 102 contracts the entity entered into in the past five years. The state-owned company was appearing before the Standing Committee on Public Accounts over irregular, fruitless, wasteful expenditure of 14 billion rand. We joined now on the line by Prasa Acting CEO Collins Letzualo. A very good afternoon to you and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Good afternoon, Sadisha, and good afternoon to the SAS family Now, if I recall, uh, Prasa had been identified by the Auditor General as one of six entities which contributed to half of the country's irregular expenditure over the 2015-2016 financial year. 14 billion rand mm-hmm. is a huge amount of money. Have you been able to dissect where those losses come from? Yes, um, it has been a worry something for us to say that the reality that uh, we have incurred that irregular expenditure and uh, it mostly comes from the previous financial year. Uh, uh, the split is about 9.6 uh, billion over the previous financial years and the other one is uh, the, the remainder would be um, the one for the year 1516, which is the under review. Hmm. And we'll break it down in just a moment in terms of who did what. But there's some reports suggesting that you told members of parliament that it's contracts worth 24 billion rand that are under investigation. Yes, uh, we have got 142 contracts that are under investigation by a company called Bexmouth that was asked to investigate uh, issues of impropriety of potential issues of property that are there, and uh, those contracts are about 142 of them to the value of 24 billion rand. Okay. So what are the issues that you found concerning uh, if we talk about the irregular, fruitless or wasteful expenditure? And have people been identified? Because we understand that uh, members of uh, SCOPA are, are very uh, agitated by what they see as an action by the executive to bring people to book. Well, um, so investigations have got to be done and allegations are just allegations. We have found in various instances where we can pinpoint the individuals that have contributed. And in those cases, we have taken these steps. Or in other cases, we have actually watched to um, get the court to allow us to recover those monies if there has been forgetful expenditure. Um, it is concerning, and we, we do understand where uh, the parliamentarians are coming from. Uh, certainly, they should be concerned that the taxpayers' money that has been used in this way, and some of the money has been inappropriated, and therefore, for us, it, 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 it becomes a big concern, but it's something that we are working hard for. Are you able to share with us who those individuals are? Not at this stage. Uh, there have been a couple of individuals that have been appointed, but we would like for the investigation to be finalized to find out who those culprits are and how we're going to deal with those matters going forward. Some of the issues we have raised already, we have opened cases with the Hawks uh, where we think that there are areas of impropriety and it's for them to investigate going forward and hand over the matters to the NPA to do the necessary thing. But I'd imagine, Mr. Lezualo, the role of Chief Procurement Officer suggests, at least to me, at some level, that, that, that the buck stops with him if... Uh, there are irregular or uh, corrupt or criminal activities taking place, especially with, uh, in, in terms of awarding of tenders? Yes. Um, 
What we also tell the parliament, which was uh, an anomaly in Prasa, was that uh, the chief document officer used to report to the directly to the group CEO, which created a distortion because procurement is a function of finance. It was supposed to report to the uh, CFO of Prasa. And when I started in July, that's an area that we, we tightened up by making sure that the proper reporting processes are there. In this case, the CFO would be able to be accountable because then uh, she or he would know what would be happening on the procurement space. Therefore, those issues and all the other issues that have got to deal with controls, we have managed to tighten up where we can and we continue to do that. Hmm. I see you also mentioned that... Uh you're an, you're, you've been able to uncover irregular items which the Auditor General had uh, in the past not been able to pick up. Are any of these things that you have not mentioned during this conversation? Well, you would understand that the uh, Auditor General does what we call regulatory audit, which does not go into issues of forensics. In case where we have managed to pick these things up, it was through a, 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 a forensic audit that we have done, had picked up these uh, uh, issues of maladministration. In other cases, you wouldn't have seen them because it would just be a regulatory audit of whether process were flawed or not. And in case, in other cases, uh, really, from a regulatory point of view, you can't really fault the auditor general of not picking them up because we also, through an internal audit process, could not pick them up, but only pick them up when we did the forensic audit. At time, I'm taking another tack, but not necessarily. Just in terms of your own um, perceptions or even observation of corporate culture at Pricer, uh, obviously good governance has been a problem. Just how deeply entrenched is it, and do you think it's anything that you can fix during your acting term? Yes, I mean, there are issues of uh, very glaring disregard of procurement rules. A very clear disregard of the PFMA that has happened during the process. I have explained to Parliament that in various uh, areas we have found that people would go for uh, a quotation when they were supposed to go out on tender. Uh, very glaring issues of why people did not follow the procurement policy that uh, had been set up. And we have made sure that uh, people follow that process. We have made sure, for instance, that before you work, even if you are awarded a tender before you work, a contract has been signed and that you start to work after the conduct has been signed. Those are uh, things that are simple from a point of view of governance, but those are things that we're looking at. Those are things that we think are quick wins that we have now started uh, uh, to implement, and we are seeing the results already. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Colin Slitzel, as the acting CEO.